Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And I bet he's got a couple of runs in him and a couple of throws in him. And that right arm, Herb Tyler, which I'm speaking of, if he had to get out there and, and, and could you do it? Could you give us five and five, Herb? I got you, man. I can give you ten and ten. I'm gonna tell you right now. You, but you got to give me about a strong six months to get ready. <laughs> <laughs> I need three months to get physically ready and six months to get mentally ready. I'm gonna just say. Yeah. No. I know. I, look, when you get old, get older. Hey, you, nah, yeah, though, you got to slow that down. Now. I ain't old. No, yet. no. I said older. I, I said older. Because okay. I'm. You and I are. You and I are close to the same age. You. Uh, yeah, I just made thirty two that uh, last week. Yeah. Ironically, um, yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm thirty. So yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> Welcome into hour two of the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show. Herb, all good with the wife, family? Everything good? Uh, no, man. No, no, no. Let me say it like this. Everything is all good, but unpacking is driving us both nuts. So we're trying to decide what to keep, what to throw away. You know you know how it is. You have to try to purge once you move. So in the, we're in a new house. We're trying to get everything unpacked, and we're trying to purge at the same time. And it's been a, a week-long event so far, let me say that to say the least. But outside of that, the kids are doing well. Um, the, you know, we got one on the West Coast, one in Houston, and one in Atlanta. So we're all over the the, the country, and they're all doing well. So we're, we're blessed, and our, our parents are doing as well as also. Good to hear. Good to hear. How many times have you moved a piece of furniture only to move it another couple <laughs> of times? Not, not much, but the boxes are different. So uh, the furniture we, we put – I put it where it goes, and that's where it's staying until until all the other stuff is unboxed, until we can truly decide whether or not this needs to stay here or move wherever. So we haven't even gotten to that point of is this room going to be staged like this or is it going to be like that or whatever. So, but, hey, look, at the end of the day, it's fun. It goes to show you how much stuff you can actually collect in six months <laughs> and living in the lease home. <laughs> and, uh, and, and and so, but we're, we're almost there. We're almost there. I cut the grass for the first time. That felt good today. All right. And um, so we're, we're looking good. We're looking good. Herb, you're, you're kind of like you can relate to LSU. They're still unpacking, right? They ju- they're just settling in on a new season with a brand new yeah. team. It's very similar. They, they're they're unpacking, and hopefully, they can unpack a win today against Vanderbilt. It's on for you at six thirty. We're here till four thirty on the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show. Our mortgage financial talk and text lines are open at five zero four two six zero one eight seventy. How big of an impact will Derek Stingley have in this game? And do you think LSU will rebound and play and have improved play from a week ago in the loss to Mississippi State? Call us at 504-260-1870 on our 
mortgage financial phone lines, or you can do it the old-fashioned way on the text line at 504-260-187. I remember when the old-fashioned way used to be email. We don't even talk about, we don't even talk about email anymore uh, on the show. Nonetheless, yeah. uh, looking around at the college, college football scoreboard, TCU beat Texas. Ha! Ha ha! Yep. TCU <laughs> beat Texas 33-31. to Joe in Mandeville must be beside himself. He's got to be losing his mind right now. TCU, I, I I watched a little bit of that game uh, earlier, and it's just Texas is not back. I don't, I don't know where this came from last year and all this other stuff and the two years or whatever it was. I don't know, but Texas is not back. And I'm a Texas – look, I'm going to tell you like this. I'm not a Texas fan, but I like Texas. I used to like Vince Young. I thought he played very well when he was playing. I, you know, obviously you like the Ricky Williams and, you know, the, 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 that kind of stuff. But at the end of the day – Texas is not back. TCU is has been more back than Texas has been. Now Texas ranked number nine. Well, we're ranked number nine. TCU beating them thirty three thirty one. It's just, I mean, I, I don't know, man. What's what's up with Tom Herman and this, you know, this, this offensive guru type person that a coach he was supposed to be? Sam Ellinger went seventeen to thirty six for two thirty six and four touchdowns and one interception. It's not bad per se, but at the end of the day, what Sam is Sam a junior now? Or is he a senior? He should be, you know, he should be leading these guys to wins against TCU, period. That's what I think. Yeah, I take great pleasure anytime any Texas school of any kind, in particular <laughs> University of Texas, loses any ball game. Uh, I know it's Texas uh, Christian University. I get that. It's kind of contradictory yep. to what I just said. But it was the ninth-ranked team in the Texas Longhorns that lost today 33-31. to NC State on top of Pittsburgh, another top 25 team falling 30 to 29. Oklahoma's up 10 nothing over Kansas. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, 15th ranked Cincinnati on top early in the first quarter, 7 nothing over USF. We'll keep you up to date on college football scores, that Oklahoma game in the first quarter. But I, I'm, I'm smiling already today uh, just because TCU. Knocked off number nine Texas thirty three to thirty one, and I might say that a couple more times throughout the show just because it feels that good. And Joe and Mandeville, if you're listening, we're here, man. We've got Kleenex for you. We'll 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 soak up those Longhorn tears gladly. Just call us, man. We we can be your therapy. Come have a seat on the on the uh, come lay down on the on the black sofa and uh, the black leather sofa and and just cry. It's okay. We'll be here for you to support you. Joe, in case you forgot the number, it's 504-260-1870. We won't hear from him. We'll only hear from him next year when, they, when he's going to try to convince us that he, that they're back again next year. That, they they're not, not going to be back. No, they're not going to be back. I, I just I don't think the Coach Herman is the coach for him. I, I just don't. I, don't. I don't see where he recruits these really great players. You know, I mean, it's just not the same. Let me say it like that. When Mac Brown was there, and then and the way that those guys were recruiting back then, they're not there. They're not. They're not. They're they're far from being that. I'll say that. Yeah, and look, LSU fans were upset that Tom Herman didn't go to Baton Rouge and coach the Tigers, and look what they're I dealing with. A, opposed- I think it was a great look. Sometimes you wish, you know, be careful what you wish for, right? And in in this situation, we're, we're, I'm glad we got who we got. Period. He's Herb Tyler. I'm Christian Garrick. This is. The Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show on the home of LSU Sports, WWL. Getting to uh, a text here real quick. 
Before we bring in Jimmy Smith of TigerDetails.com, welcome back to the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Delegating Show. TCU knocks off number nine, Texas, 33-31, and a texture writes, I wouldn't gloat, Christian. We lost to an unranked Mississippi State team. Yeah, first off, a team that not a lot of people knew a whole lot about. It was coached by Mike Leach. But more importantly, Texas's drought of national championships is pushing two decades. Two decades. All right? So... There you go. Jimmy Smith of TigerDetails.com. Jimmy, I'm uh, I'm working over Texas right now because they got, they got beat by TCU. He's all over them, Jimmy. Rightfully, all over them. I, I hear it, and rightfully so. I mean, I, look, I agree. I, I'm really not, I'm not a fan of any school, and there aren't many schools I hate, but for some reason, Texas has always rubbed me the wrong way. So, so what, what is that loses, hate with Texas? What is that? Let me ask you that, Jimmy. What is the hate? And Christian, I guess that's a question for both of you guys. I'll start. I'll tell you, I was raised by my father to hate anything that any any team in Texas. Period. All right, the Dallas Cowboys, whatever. Name, name your yeah. name your name your Texas team, University of Texas. Name them. I don't like them. I I, I want them to fail. In particular, a, a university like Texas that has one of the biggest endowments in in, in alumni. They should not be number nine in the country. They should be competing with Alabama year in and year out, and competing with Clemson year in and year out. They've got so much money. There's no reason for it. Go ahead, Jimmy. Sorry. I agree. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, a lot of that applies to me. I think, honestly, if I'm being honest with myself, I think it's a little of that little brother syndrome, right? We're the neighboring state. Everything in Texas is so big and so awesome. And we're little Louisiana. So I think there's always that chip, like the little brother uh, situation with me. And and also I've had some some rough exchanges with Texas fans in the past. Um, That was a state I used to tour a lot. And they just rubbed me the wrong way. And and they are the biggest underachievers in all of college football. Like Christian said, this is a school that should be top five every year. I mean, they have enough talent. If they just recruited Texas well alone – they should have enough talent to win. When Mac Brown won a national championship, he did so with over 80% of his roster with just Texas players. So all those reasons put together, yeah, I just – and I hate that orange, if we're going to be honest. Don't like the burnt orange, huh? Don't like that burnt orange. I'm with you, Jimmy. That's pretty gross-looking – Color in general. Uh, look, all right, we'll we'll, we'll move yeah, on. Texas, t- Texas is the, the the Texas bashing is over for now. Yeah. Uh, let's move on. LSU and Vanderbilt today at six thirty. Uh, Jimmy, I fully expect a, a, a rebound from this LSU team facing Vanderbilt today. It, it's hard to play much worse than they did last week. Yeah, I expect that too. You know, I think LSU is one of those teams that they really didn't know what they had coming in the last week. Right. And and so I, I think they needed that wake up call to kind of get back to the drawing board and say, OK, let's build something that plays to our strengths of our team. Um, we know where our deficiencies are. They had some players stepped up in areas that they had question marks are. So um, I feel like they probably learned a lot. And I've, I've heard that this week was really sharp in practice on both sides of the ball. Um, they feel like they better got a better game plan going forward. The team's getting in better shape. That was another thing that I think really stood out to me. I mean, towards the end of the first quarter, I saw defenders with hands on hips. Damone Clark especially. Some of those guys really looked gassed early in that game. Um, and with all the COVID 
uh, quarantines they had early on and things of that nature. I don't know if, if there's a team in the country that's been hit harder than LSU as far as COVID's concerned. Um, so I think that played a big part in conditioning as well. And, and, and really, I mean, it's the first game starting for Miles Brennan in quite some time. So he has some rust and some jitters he needs to knock off. And, and I expect to see a, a much sharper team on both sides of the ball uh, today against Vanderbilt. Jimmy Smith of TigerDetails.com. He's a publisher there. Jimmy, do you expect an attack on offense to look very similar to, hey, a few more running plays in particular to get your offensive linemen going forward and kind of press them and you know get the momentum, win at the line of scrimmage and, and get some momentum for your offensive line, but also uh, for your quarterback and some short throws along with the running game. A lot like the Saints do with these extended you know, these extended uh, quick passes to running backs out of the backfield that act as pretty much running plays. Yeah, you know, I, I do expect to see that. I think last week there were quite a few um, short hitches and quick slants that were there. And Miles Brennan just maybe didn't have the confidence or the comfort level to let it rip. Those throws were there. So I expect them to go back to that this week, probably spend all week working with Miles on taking what's there for him instead of trying to make something happen downfield take the easy throws. That's what we saw with Joe Burrow last year. You don't complete 76, 77% of your passes like Burrow did um, if, if you're going nothing but intermediate and deep routes. A lot of those were five-yard throws where you let the receivers and running backs make plays afterwards. They don't have a Clyde Edwards-Hilaire coming out of the backfield, which kind of um, limits them a little bit as to how much they can get those running backs involved. But I do think those guys are capable enough to be more involved in the passing game. And, and what I'd like to see today, and I think this is going to be telling of what we can anticipate all year, is last year LSU kept in very minimal blockers. There were a lot of times where they just had their five blocking up front. Everybody else is in a route. I saw tight end staying in a little more last week. I saw the running back staying in a little more. Are they going to try to max protect a little bit more to give Miles Brennan time, or are they going to open it up and, and attack all the different areas and windows in these zone coverages that LSU was able to last year? So that's something I'm really looking forward to today is, is how is LSU now going to pass protect? Are they going to let Miles Brennan have all of those options that Joe Burrow had, or are they going to keep some blockers in as this offensive line unit progresses? Herb, you got anything for Jimmy? Jimmy, you're doing a great job as always, man. You know, one of the big things that, that you know, that I, I I guess I took from last week was the fact that, and I'll go, go to, to Miles Brennan, and you kind of said he had to shake the rust off. Ultimately, it wasn't a bad game. You know, it, a lot of fans, a lot of people were, were kind of on him, kind of trying to blame last week's loss on Miles. What say you, Mr. Jimmy? Um, in my opinion, I thought that he played well. You got to eliminate the interceptions. You got to get rid of the ball, like you said. Dump it off. Get you know, hit your short routes or take what the defense gives you at times. And I like to see him use his legs a little bit more. What do you think about that, Jimmy? Yeah, and I'm not, you know, I'm definitely with you on using his legs a little more. And I don't know if it's to to gain yards running, but maybe just maneuver, step up in that pocket a little more, slide away from pressure a little more. And I think that's something that comes with comfort in the pocket and experience and knocking some of that rust off. You can't expect a guy. Um, to to have a great pocket presence when he hasn't started a football game in 40-plus months. So, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I I think there's some things there that they they certainly um, are hoping will improve on. But, I mean, all the pieces, all they have everything they need in the playbook. They have everything you would think they need personnel-wise. 
So now it's just how does it all come together? I don't think Miles is to blame last week. When you score that many points in the SEC, you're supposed to win. When you give up, you know, a quarter mile passing, you can't expect to win football games. I mean, I, I haven't done the math on that exactly how that breaks down, but that's probably more than a quarter mile passing they allowed last week. I mean, that's that's why they lost the game. Miles Brennan needs to play a little better, needs to get rid of the ball, make his pre-snap reads, identify blitzes, things of that nature, and have a little more pocket presence. But I don't think he's far off from being good enough to get this team where they need to be if that defense wakes up and actually decides to play football. Jimmy Smith right. of TigerDetails.com. And, Jimmy, one, one of the positives I took away um, from last week was Eric Gilbert is legit. He's going to be really good yeah. down the stretch. You talked about him early on. Yeah, and I expect them to feed him more and more. And that was something I saw last week is I'd say about 30% of the pass plays he stayed in the block. And and so I'd like to see him um, get out in that passing game more. We barely saw Thaddeus Moss in pass protection last year. Um, that's just not something they asked him to do. So I expect to see Eric Gilbert, you know, as the season progresses, move around more and more. I think they kept, kept him in tight last week. Um, just to have him close to the lineman, be close to the quarterback, not have to memorize too many things, um, playing different positions on the field. But I wouldn't, ex- I would expect to see today him split out a little more, him in motion a little more, and them try to get him the ball. Um, he flashed. He certainly showed all the ability of a dynamic future tight end. So I'd really like to see uh, him become a focal point of this offense. Jimmy, how do you see today going for LSU? Is this going to be a competitive game? Can Vanderbilt hang? I, I don't think so. I think Vanderbilt really lacks the, the talent on offense to really give out LSU a big challenge here. And I don't think they have the team speed on defense to keep up with LSU all day. I think they'll come out inspired initially. But I expect LSU to be really aggressive on defense, um, be a lot better this week, trying to prove a point, trying to bounce back, and, and a sharper performance on offense. I, I projected it on our website, 37-20, and that's just I think the defense is still going to give up a few big plays as they work on their communication and switching and things like that and zone coverage. But I, I wouldn't be surprised to see this as a 40-10 type ball game. I, I think LSU should win this one handily. Jimmy, thanks for the time, man. And uh, what's up on the site for folks prior to the game? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, our our site predictions, all of us uh, break down the game and how we anticipate seeing it going. Yesterday we put out our 2021 LSU recruiting class projection piece that we do every month. Um, you know, a lot of big names in there to kind of show you who the future Tigers are likely to be as, uh, as how we see it. So always good, fresh information on TigerDetails.com. Jimmy Smith, enjoy the game, man. Thanks. Thanks, Jimmy. Take care, guys. All right, com. Um, Ray on the North Shore. Go ahead, Ray. You're on WWL. Hey, Kristen and Herb. How y'all doing, brother? We're good, man. Thank you. Good, Ray. How you doing? I'm doing, just, I'm doing good, Herb. And Kristen. All right. I'm a, first of all, I'm an LSU uh, Tiger fan. Okay. That's first of all. All right, y'all two brothers. Back in the 90s, I worked in Corpus Christi, okay, in Texas. Alrighty, I met some I met some uh, Texas fans. Okay, what they did to me, brother? They was just polite. They was kind. They had a party, and he said, "I told them I'm from Louisiana. I, I, you know, I'm a Tiger fan." They said, "Once you want you want you want to ride with us in our limousine, 
And I said, I ain't doing nothing tonight, brothers. And I got that limousine, Herb and, and Kristen. Them guys treat me just as kind. And I'm a total stranger. Don't know them brothers at all. We had a good time in Corpus Christi back in the 90s. And like you say, brother, they got some nice people in Texas. And that's why ever since then, I tell you, I've been pulling for Texas. Them brothers was just as kind, Herb and Kristen. They got some friendly people in Texas, brother. And that, that's what I say. I'm a tiger first, but uh, Texas, they always show me kindness. I told the stranger, riding in a limousine. Hey, look, every and now and then, when somebody shows you some love, you got to show love back. I understand. Thank you, brother. You're right, brother. About that was, that was the coldest stranger, brother, Christian. I love that. That was a nice guy. I got you. I get it. And I, I never said that Texans are mean people. I just root against every team that's in that state. College or pro. That's all. Go ahead, Herb. I know you had something to say. Did we lose Herb? Oh, I actually put Herb on hold. It's all right. The, 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 as far as the Cowboys are concerned, Christian, um, you know, I, I think I told you this a while back. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm one of the biggest Tony Dorsett fans, period. Danny White, uh, you know, go back to that era of, of, of football. And so that was my first – I think I fell in love with football – watching those guys play, especially Tony White. I just I mean I'm sorry, especially uh Tony Dorsett, but the way that he ran the football and I just thought he was so graceful as a as a runner, as a guy, period, when he would talk. He was just awesome. So I I'm not a Cowboys fan at all anymore. But I love me some Tony Dorsett, Danny White. That, that those the, those times with Tom Landry, I love Dallas. But before that, after that, I, you can have him. I don't want him. But so that, as far well, as the Saints weren't very good in those days either, so I can understand well, it. My my dad wasn't a true Saints fan because he went through the whole bag years and all of that stuff. So he was he was just fed up with him, you know. <laughs> he didn't like him. So, but I love the Saints though because they were our team. So I always wanted to you know represent our 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 team in here in New Orleans. So, but that's the only Dallas team or or Texas team that I actually really like. Like, like, really like. So, like I said, I respected the fact that Mac Brown did what he did at Texas. I didn't really like him, but I did like Vince Young because I thought that he was a great player. But, you know, so so it's certain aspects about it that I like. You know, I like SMU because they extended a scholarship offer to one of my best friends' son, Kyron Mitchell. So I love that fact about it. You know, it's, it's certain things about some of those schools out there that, that, that I do like, but I don't, I don't pull for them. I, I pull for any SEC team, for the most part, who plays against them. I'll say that. Very well. If you're just joining us, Texas <laughs> falls to TCU 33-31. The Longhorns claimed to be back. They were the ninth-ranked team in the country. Not only did they lose to TCU, they lost at home to TCU. No, no. They no. lost at home to Texas now, Austin, Christian Texas University. Texas is a, a beautiful place. I'm going to tell you that. Oh, now. yeah. Gorgeous place. Yeah, look, I'm not saying let me let me be clear. I'm not saying te- there's not anything good in Texas. There certainly is. I understand. You know, but I I I root for just like I root for New York teams to lose, LA teams to lose. We're a smaller market down here. I don't want big market big markets having success because they're already, they're almost they're almost um willed to success. The NFL, look, I'm getting off on a little bit of rain here, but the NFL wants, why do you think they fought so hard to get uh, teams back in Los Angeles? Because it's a huge market. Same thing with with New York. I I, I love the fact that the Jets and Giants stink. 
I love it. I, I relish when they're bad. Same thing with Dallas. Dallas is a pretty big market. Chicago as well. I, I love when the Bears lose. They're not, they haven't lost this year yet. They're pretenders, though. More on that later. <laughs> I'm agree. on fire today, Herb. <laughs> I'm pretty no, much. I agree. I agree. I'm, I'm with you 100% on what you're talking about there, buddy. We're good. Herb, um, going back to LSU and, and, and Vanderbilt, true freshman at quarterback uh, making a start. Man, that's just a, that's a tough assignment, man. You're asking a lot of a – of a young man making just his second collegiate start. Well, I mean, you you think about it. Last week he played, he went twenty or twenty nine, one fifty, one touchdown, two intercepts. I think that I think we'll see some numbers that'll be similar to that against LSU, um, especially with the Tigers coming in, you know, being ticked off as we as they say. So, um, but he's going to need some help, man. He's going to need his running backs to play well. He's going to need his offensive linemen to, to 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 protect him and then open some holes up for the running backs. So that they can be successful, because I just, I truly think, um, you know, like we talked about last week, was a lot about youth and and the guys being young and 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 the, you know a new defensive coordinator coming in. I think this week, you know, you make your your greatest strides from week one to week two, and I think this week you're going to see hands down a different defense, different set of players as far as the mindset is concerned and how well they want to. Uh, how well they're going to play and how much better they're going to be technique-wise, being in the right place at the right time, understanding the scheme, um, being aggressive, flying around the ball, making tackles. I think you're going to see something. that uh, Ken Seals is going to see something that he hadn't seen before, and I think that's going to be something that's going to really, really will the Tigers to to victory today. And I do think that the offense will actually come together a little bit more and gel more, and I think you'll see a little bit uh, more of that we were – kind of used to seeing last year with LSU's offense. Herbin, the way they lost to Mississippi State, do, as a player, does it feel like the week drags on or, or it goes fast? You know, what happens is, because you go in that Sunday and you watch the video and and, and, you, and you get chewed out and whatever else happens, and then that lasts for about, you know, all of, I don't know, an hour, hour and a half or whatever. And then you kind of forget about it because now you got the, the next thing is you got to get ready for the next week, and so they bring in you know the the the, the playbook and 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 the scouting report on the team that you'll be playing the following week, and so you literally got to forget about it, um, and, and so now you got to learn a whole new set of audibles, you got to understand a whole new scheme, what we're coming in here to do, offensively or defensively, how we're going to attack these guys, who are the guys on the other side, so. You literally got to forget about last week and see because now you'll you'll face, a, a, you know, last week they they faced a, a a transfer a senior transfer quarterback from a pretty good school. This week they face a true freshman quarterback who's in his second start. Period. So you know it's a little bit different. So you don't have time to even think about last week. You can kind of go back and say, okay, you know what? When I I was in a situation last week and I, I you know I, I I didn't open my hips up enough as a as a you know as a DB. Maybe I need to work on that this week during practice so I can make sure that I stay hip-to-hip with the with the receiver or something like that. So that's the only thing that you're thinking about. You still have to get ready for Vanderbilt this week. So the week won't go, it won't be any longer. It won't be any shorter. It's going to be what it's going to be, and it's here already. So here we go. He's Herb. I'm Christian. This is the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show. Number nine, Texas loses to TCU 33-31 <laughs> at home. This is WWL. Great day for me so far. Son got the W in flag football. His team did. Texas loses to TCU at home. Always nice. LSU week two against Vanderbilt. 
It's yeah. a great day. It's awesome. We've got great weather. I mean, so far, great day. Texas A&M is hanging with Alabama, 14-all, with 941 left in the uh, first half. So that's a, another positive sign, Texas A&M hanging out. It's 21-14. I, I, had, to, I had to score with Texas A&M to score or Alabama. Okay, so I've got the ranking. I got it um, online, so I haven't updated yet. So 21-14, number two Alabama over Texas A&M. But Herb, it's really good day today, man. I'm, I'm pumped. I'm pumped too, man. Like like you said, you know, it, the weather is great. I got a chance to cut the grass. I got some some great neighbors down the street. Shane, Ryan, and Miss Amy are listening to us right now. Um, it's cool. Um, you know, Texas losing is a good thing as well for me. I'll go ahead and celebrate that with you. But you know what? I want. I need a Tigers victory tonight. That's what I need to make this you. day, this weekend go well. I need a Tigers victory tonight, man. If I can get that, you know, it, it, and, and let me say it like this. I don't care how it comes. It could be nasty. It can be ugly. It could be the greatest looking win ever. I don't care what it is. I, I just need a win. I need to get my guys back on track. I want to make sure we're building their confidence. And I want to. I want you know. I want the, the tiger, the, the, the tiger nation, tiger fan base to be proud of their team again, man. I, I want to make sure that they don't lose focus. That 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 you know we can support these guys win, lose, or draw. But I want to see a win out of these guys. Looking at other scores, another top 25 team in trouble. SMU is beating Memphis, 25th ranked Memphis, 24 to 3, 951 remaining in that first half as well. So there, uh, 25 is on the brink, 24. Pittsburgh lost to NC State. They'll be bounced out of the top 25, 30 to 29. Look, these this is what makes college football so fun. Uh, Herb is. Is yeah. these these upsets like this, and you hope it doesn't happen to your team? But man, they're fun to watch when they're not happening to your team. By the way, Boston College trails North Carolina in the second quarter, fourteen to thirteen. But they have the football, so Boston College giving number twelve North Carolina some issues. This is good. This is great. This is why I love college football because it, it can things like this can happen. A team like Boston College might end up upsetting number twelve North Carolina, or even better. A team like TCU goes into <laughs> goes into Texas uh, t- in the Texas's backyard and beats the ninth ranked team in the country. This yeah, is why I love college even, football. That's even better. But college football is exactly what that is. It's all about the down. It's about the, the who can play great or better at the moment that you're playing. So it doesn't matter. You, you know, the only conference that's not like that. Let me say it like this. And I'm just, this is probably me taking a shot, but. You know the, the 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 Big Ten. That's the only conference that you know the top two teams, top three yep. teams are going to win all their games, no matter what. I mean, it just it is what it is. But every other conference, you can go down to each conference, and you can say this team can beat that team on any given day. It doesn't really matter. And that's just the thing about college football that is awesome. I'm I'm excited. I'm happy that we're at, even at this place. You know, with with certain things that are going on now with the NFL, with them canceling some games and pushing them back. I hope we don't see that in college football. I hope these guys can can do their very best to stay clear of this COVID-19 and then hopefully they can continue to just to play week in and week out. Mortgage Financial Talk and text lines are open at 504-260-1870. Text 870, or excuse me, text at 504-260-1870. Welcome into the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show. If you're just joining us, talking LSU and Vanderbilt, will LSU rebound and bounce back after a uh, – Pretty terrible 
opening game against Mississippi State. They've got Vanderbilt. It is in Vanderbilt, in Nashville. Uh, look, I say this in the most respectful way. Um, Vanderbilt, a lot would have to happen for LSU to, to lose this game. A lot. But nonetheless, well, you know, it's we, going to be a very game Vanderbilt squad ready for LSU. No, you're right. We said the same thing last week. We didn't think that Mississippi State would come in and do what they did. So I'm hoping that Vanderbilt doesn't take a page out of Mississippi State's book and, and try the same thing. But I, you, they don't have the personnel. Though. Doesn't have they, the, don't have the, they don't have the talent. Yeah. yeah, you're right. They don't have the talent to do it. But, but you know, it, like I said, it could be an ugly game. It could be something crazy where – we're giving up a, a you know a ton of rushing yards or something. You know what I mean? Well, our rush defense is not as as good, but I, I just don't see it. I, I just see these guys really amped up and ready to play and and really trying to avenge themselves from last week because it was it was it was a it was pretty much a slap in the face last week. Is what I is what I say it was, and and I, th- I think these guys are going to come out fighting. Yeah, look, pride. I mean, your your pride was uh, was taken yeah. from you last week, and. If you if you have any any pride left, you're answering in a big way today, which I expect LSU to I do. Agree. He's I Herb Tyler. I'm Christian Garrick. This is the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show here on WWL. Back here on the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show, Herb Tyler, Christian Garrick. A text here from 2786. What happens if LSU loses? Well, then we'll be concerned significantly. But it hasn't happened yet. You can't wish that to happen. A lot of wishing of things to happen these days. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. You look. I haven't thought about them losing because I just don't see it. It's, I don't think uh, Coach O has lost back-to-back games since you know since he's been head coach at LSU. So I don't see that happening today. But if they lose, it depends on how they lose. You know what I'm saying? And if they if they play better than they played last year, but they lose because Vanderbilt's just better than them, then it's different. Which we don't think that's the case, but. If that happens like that, then so be it. And then we have to, you know, definitely regroup and, and check some things out. But, um, you know, if they lose, I don't know. I'm trying to find out way how they can lose. I'm, I'm literally trying six to turnovers. What has? <laughs> I just don't see that. I don't see that. I mean, me neither. Turnovers, what three interceptions, and three fumbles? No, I don't see that happening. I just, I just don't. Um, you know. But with that being said, I, there is no if they lose. There, it's, it's only they have to win. Period. It would take a lot. I mean, I'm talking about a handful of turnovers, um, you know, uh, special teams gaff, something in, in that range. And that's not a that's not a condemnation on Vanderbilt. That's just the truth. David, sit tight. I will lead off with you next hour. LSU fans, you can get in the game as well on our mortgage financial talk and text lines at 504-260-1870. Herb Tyler alongside. I'm Christian Garrick. This is the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show, LSU and Vanderbilt. Week two of the SEC season tonight, right here at 630 on WWL. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 